Hello, 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 world. Yes, this is Nikki B. You know, the author and spoken word artist of that book, Them Damned Church Folks. And I am so happy to be coming at you on this terrific, amazing, awesome Tuesday, a day that the Lord has made. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. Where I am, it is cloudy and rainy, but God is still good. And we're going to let our light shine so bright that men will see his marvelous works through us. And so this podcast is going to be a continuation of what we talked about the other day. The book, the awesome book that is a life changer for me that is called The Four Agreements. Forgive me, I don't know why I want to say The Four Assignments. But it is called The Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz Don. And we are going to keep it going, y'all, because I want y'all to go out, listen to that book while you're riding in your car, read it, highlight it. I promise you, it will change the way you see people and the way and the way you do things, whether it's in church or whether it's in your business, family, friends. It'll just give you a whole nother perspective. And you just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. <laughs> Y'all, but before we get into this podcast, let's go into prayer and um, seek God's face that he will be in our podcast and someone will be healed, delivered and set free. Lord God, we love you. We praise your name. We thank you for you just being God, for you who created the universe. Father, we worship you. We love you. And Lord, we ask right now as we go into this damn church folks podcast, Father, that you be in the midst, that you give me the words to say to your people, Father, that someone will be touched. Lord God, we Thank you for all the listeners. Father God, we pray for the homes of all the listeners. Father, whatever is going on, Father, we ask that you just bring peace and love and unity. Lord God, we pray for the bereaved everywhere, Father, that you just give them a garment of praise during this time. Father, we love you and we'll be so careful to give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' precious name, we do pray. Let every heart say amen and amen again. Okay, you guys, the other day we dealt with being impeccable with your word. And what does impeccable mean? It means without sin. What is sin? Anything that you do or say that goes against yourself, whether you judge or blame. Being impeccable without sin. Being impeccable. When you are impeccable, you take responsibility for your actions. When you are impeccable with your word, you can transcend heaven on earth. The word is so powerful that it can change your life or it can destroy the life of millions. That's what we talked about on our last podcast. And so now we're going to go into, and that was the first agreement. And now we're going to go into agreement number two. Okay, and agreement number two, it deals with never taking anything personally, y'all. I was big on this. I would always wear my feelings on my sleeve. And everybody would get the side eye. If you just say, Nikki, something else on your shoe. And I'm looking at you like, okay, well, I would. Mm -hmm. And so 
like I told you before, I would always be fighting for my right to be right. And that came from childhood trauma. You know, I was never heard as a child. I was always told, sit down, shut up, be quiet, get out of grown folks' business, you know, push to the back. And so when you do children that way, when they, you know, that baggage carries on into adulthood. And so when you meet those people that are always fighting for their right to be right, they got to have the last word, you know, they got to prove their point. And that was me. And um, one of the things that he says in this book is that people will always have their opinions and their own truth. Okay. To never, and we spoke about it at the last podcast, never impose our world on their world. Meaning they know nothing about you. They could be mad with themselves. So they want to make you look mad or you you look bad or feel bad. You know. Um, he talks about the mind and how it has the ability to talk to itself. He says the mind lives in more than one dimension. So don't believe the negative. In the Bible, it says, so as a man thinketh, so is he. What are you thinking? Okay. Tell yourself the truth about yourself. And don't believe what folks say about you. You know, I grew up and the school I went to, most of our my family attended the same school. So my kids are like, Mama, you have no friends. And it's not that I don't have friends. It's just everybody I went to school with was my cousin. And so I remember all of my cousins, they were light-skinned, had hips and a shape and, you know, the little curly hair. And me, I was a dark-skinned, skinny girl with um, an afro. So, um, the boys always went to my cousins. They never wanted to talk to me. And so, I felt left out. (laughs) I'm like, oh, nobody wants to talk to me. (laughs) You know, um, because I was a little skinny, dark-skinned girl with the, you know, the afro. But I had to learn, okay, Everybody will always have their opinions and their own truth. And I had to begin to love myself and become impeccable with my word. And that is just starting to happen for me now. And after reading this book, I can see how childhood trauma can affect people in ways that you can never imagine. And when you sit up in church with these folks and you see why they act in the way they act, you're like, okay, I know what happened to you in your childhood. Yeah. And then you're able to deal with people accordingly. Okay. Um, And you don't take everything personal because it's something that you can't control. Okay. Freedom comes. He says freedom comes when you don't take it personal. And I would have a thing with people not speaking to me, you know, um, it's just me and another person in the hallway and you walk right past. Growing up in the country, we were always raised that if you walk into a person's home or walk into a meeting, you say, hey, how y'all doing? And keep it moving. But some people were not taught that. And then you have some people that are just outright 
nasty and just refuse to, you know, be mannerable. And I have to learn how to deal with that. If I choose to speak, Nikki, just say, hey, how you doing? If they speak back, that's fine. If they don't, that's fine. But it used to bother me so, especially in the church atmosphere. Um, it's recently, this young lady, she refuses to speak to me. And I know I haven't done anything to her. And it just, it hurts because I've always been a people pleaser. And I'm like, okay, what did I do to her? Did I say something? Ta-da. You know, but it has nothing to do with me. Whatever issue she has is not my issue. And I have to keep telling myself that, Nikki, you are a good person. You are a sweet person. You know, it ain't got nothing to do with you. She just don't want to speak. Keep it moving. And that's what I have to do. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal, baby. I think that was a Monica song, y'all. <laughs> um, Number three. We're moving on to number three. The third agreement is never make assumptions. I always tell my kids... When you assume something, a teacher told me this a long time ago, you make an ass out of you and me. Assume, A-S-S-U-M-E. Never assume. Ask the right question. Focus on gaining an understanding and always ask for clarity. Never take anything personally. We assume about everything, then believe it is the truth. We swear our assumptions are real. Then get mad at the people we have made assumptions about. Okay. How can I get mad at brother Jojo? (laughs) Because he said something in a meeting. And I didn't ask for clarity. I just assumed he was saying something negative about me. But I never got understanding or clarity. How you do that? You say, excuse me, Brother Jojo. Let me understand what you're saying. You repeat back what they said. And they should come back with, no, that's not what I meant. That's why I don't like texting. Because you can take so many things from a text and run with it. And it can be so wrong. So we gossip. He talks about we gossip about our assumptions and remember what we said before gossip is black magic we cast spells on people through that gossip we gossip about our assumptions and defend our assumptions all you he says all you have to do is ask the right questions when we don't understand something so we can't make assumptions and take things person and take things personally because some people are ignorant to what you know I would tell parents all the time, how can you fuss at your children about making up the bed if you've never shown them how to correctly make up a bed? How can you fuss about washing dishes, cleaning the home, if you never took the time to show them how to do it correctly, folding clothes, putting them away? You know, I um, I heard, I was listening to an interview Kobe Bryant did and he has some amazing interviews out there and he talks about how the parents we as parents are failing our children and you know we're quick to say oh well these kids these days but they had to come from somewhere (laughs) and they came from you and I and what are we teaching them 
I have a bad habit. I'll wash clothes all day long. I'll dry clothes all day long. And then I will put them in the basket and leave them there. So what do my children do? When it's time for them to wash their loads of clothes, they'll wash them, dry them, and put them right in the basket and leave them there. And throughout the week, we're digging through baskets trying to find clothes instead of folding them and putting them away or hanging them up. So children mimic what they see. And we have to do better. Some people are ignorant to what you know. They were never taught or showed how to do it. I had a friend, he was complaining about um, his wife. She never cleans. She grew up in a house who her, her mother never cleaned. The man always did, the, her dad always did the cleaning. And he was going on and on and on. What are you mad about? You knew she was never shown how to do it. And if she was, she was never held responsible for doing it. So... That's just the situation you're in. You can't be mad about it. doesn't make sense. So when you get married, stop making assumptions that our spouses already know what we want or what we know. And then we get mad at each other. You get mad at each other when you don't fulfill each other's needs. And not only in marriage. That goes in business. That goes in uh, the classroom. That goes in friendships. Parenting you and your, your children. Stop assuming that people already know. People are not mind readers. I had to learn that. And the Bible says you have not because you ask not. What are you asking? Ask the right questions. I tell my children all the time, hey, you don't know something, you don't understand something in that classroom, they get paid to answer your questions. Raise your hand and ask the question. Bottom line. Okay? People don't think alike. Everybody has a different view. Number three, never make assumptions. People don't think alike. Everybody has a different view. I grew up boxed in strictly uh, Baptist church member. Everything was black and white for me. I didn't know anything about gray. Okay. I didn't understand why people didn't think like me. Um, but it's true. Everybody has a different point of view and it's up to us to say, okay, that's the way you feel. That's how you think about it and keep it moving. We can't change anybody or impose our world on somebody else just because we believe that way. We state our opinion. We state our view. We hear theirs. And we meet somewhere in the middle. It's okay to agree to disagree. I had to tell uh, one of my friends this. And they had to repeat it back to me because I'm, I'm good for it. <laughs> Stop explaining yourself. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. You don't have to tell everybody what's going on with you or why you didn't do such and such and da 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 da. Hey, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And never be afraid to ask questions. Have the courage to ask questions. Never assume people know what we want. I was a housewife. Um, all I did was volunteer at school, church, uh, home. Cook, clean, church, home, volunteer at school. My cycle just kept going on and on. And that I was on that, um, that wheel, that merry-go-round. Okay, 
in my mind, I'm thinking my husband is going to recognize that I'm tired and I need a break. So I would never say anything because he's going to see that I'm tired and I need a break. Well, that didn't happen (laughs) because I was assuming that he knew what I needed and what I wanted. But he grew up in a home where that's all he saw his mother do. And his dad went out to work. And his mother cooked clean, kept the kids, and, you know, was in that cycle. Church kids cooked clean, and she even went out to work at one point in time in the workforce. And so his brain never clicked and said, wow, my wife is tired. It's time for us to take a family vacation. Ooh, it's time for me to take my wife out on a vacation by ourselves. Nothing ever in his brain clicked, and I was so stubborn or so he's supposed to know, he's my husband, he's supposed to know how I'm feeling, that I would never say anything. And so we ended up in a bad place, okay? Never assume people know what we want. Again, the Bible says you have not because you ask not, okay? Um, and realize that he also says you can't love somebody into changing how they behave. It has to be wanted. You know, um, we do it all the time. When it comes to everybody under the sound of my voice, you have an alcoholic or a drug addict. You have something in your family. Someone in your family is struggling with something, and it could be you. But we can't love somebody into changing how they behave. They have to want to do it on their own. Okay, Um, he also says, tell the truth when you get into your marriage, your relationships, what you don't like about each other. That person must love you just the way you are. If they don't, you don't need to be with them. Never assume you know it all. You never will know it all. So always be clear about what you want and ask for it. Whew. That's something that I never did (laughs) growing up and in my friendships, relationships, marriage, you know. Um, Now this book is making me look at things in a whole nother light. He says the spirit will move freely through you when you never assume and you make your word impeccable. Okay, remember, say what you mean and mean what you say. Let your yes be yes, your no be no. Never assume. Ask the right questions. Get a clear understanding. So you won't be upset. Bottom line. (laughs) And remember that some people are just ignorant to what you know. You, everybody was raised in a different home. You were taught things differently. You know, um, I never cleaned the baseboards growing up. Now I see the importance of cleaning the baseboards in my home. You know, it's certain things that we just grew up with differently, you know. So even how you cook, even how you wash dishes, everybody is not the same. And I'm learning that at 41. Whew. I got a long way to go, y'all. Got a long way to go. But once we come into that realization that we're all different, We can live in a peaceful world, I promise you. Number four, it says do your best. (laughs) Now this brings 
one, two, and three all together. Do your best. As I tell my kids, they play sports, they play basketball and volleyball. I tell them all the time, you leave it all on the floor. I said, you won't hear your mama fuss, yell, scream if I know you've given your all and you left it on the floor. You have nothing to be upset about. Okay, your best will always be moving and changing because the world is alive and breathing. That's what he says. He says, do your best is the actions of the first three. God is life and action. I'm going to repeat that. God is life and action. For example, you are hyped and ready to conquer the day. Meaning giving your all to your schoolwork or your job first thing in the morning. Now, after 12 noon, lunchtime, your best is not as hyped up. You have ate lunch, and you're a little tired and ready to go home. You see how your best changes over time? So, never work for a a reward. You have a high-quality best, and you have a low-quality best. But always, in all you do, do your best. Leave it all on the floor, okay? Um... Whether you're healthy or sick, do your best at each moment because you love what you do. When you work for a reward, you will never be happy because you're working expecting to get something. Learn from your mistakes and practice to get better. Expressing what you are is taking action. You can have many great ideas, but if you never take action, they're just ideas. Do your best. Leave it all on the floor. He says, you were born with the right to be happy. Forrest Gump took action. He says, let it go. Let the past dream go and live in the present moment. The best way to say, I love you. Thank you, God, is to do your best and letting go of your past. You have no regrets when you do your best. Do your best because you want to do it, not because you have to. Okay? When you surrender and let go of the past, you can enjoy the dream that is happening right now. Okay? You are alive, so take your life and enjoy it. You can only be you when you do your best. The number one, the first agreement, the first three agreements will only work if you just do your best. You're not going to be able to be impeccable with your word all the time. (laughs) You're not going to stop assuming. You may gossip every now and then. You may um, take something personally every now and then. But here's the key, he said. Just do your best. Do your best at trying to be impeccable with your word do your best with not assuming do your best with not taking things personally and when you begin to focus on doing your best at it it will start to come naturally and I promise you you will begin to feel that happy that you were born to be God created you to be happy he said that I have come that we may have life and have it more abundantly and in that abundance is happiness Okay, so again, you guys, this book has got me looking at things so different. 
He says, practice makes the master. Everything you learn, you learn through practice and repetition, doing it over and over and over again. You are a master at walking because of repetition, talking and writing because of practice and doing it over and over again. Actions make the difference. Honor the man and woman you are. Respect your body. Love your body. Clean, heal, exercise, drink water. Honor your body. When you honor your body, it will honor you. He says that your body is a manifestation of God. God created you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. So practice giving love to every part of your body that honors God. So you honor God with every action, thought, emotion, and belief. It becomes a communication with God, and you have no need to gossip and assume when you begin to honor your body. Um, he says some powerful stuff, y'all, and I'm just skimming over the book just to see how show you guys how powerful it is when you are doing your best at being impeccable with your word not assuming not taking things personally but you are just striving daily to be all that God has created you to be and y'all it don't come overnight again it takes practice how they say you have to crawl before you walk but just do it just do it and you guys, I love you. I thank you for spending this time with me on them damn church folks podcast. Please go listen to the book. Go cop, go get my book. I was getting ready to say go cop my book <laughs> on Amazon Kindle. Them damn church folks. Give it to somebody so there won't be a damn church folks. We got to get it right, y'all, because our kids are watching us daily. I hear so many people say, oh, that generation is terrible. Well, they came from us so we didn't teach them properly so now we got to backtrack backpedal and we got to do some teaching you guys you know we got to get some things right you know from teaching how to clean how to cook how to do our finances how to budget how to clean up our credit it's a lot of stuff that we got to teach but all you can do is recognize it and do your best each and every day you wake up god has given you a new day to do your best. I love you all. Thank you so much. I'm out. Peace.